gets weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Dave Mustaine of Megadeth. And now Liz Allen of Gabin uh, in the Woods wearing your own T-shirt. Woo! Well and Kanye. Kanye? Kanye? Oh, my God. Kate. Can't, okay, back before he went, you know, a little bit. Zig Hiley yeah. was, like, used to always... He kicked off wearing your own face on your own T-shirts. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They say it's hard to rhyme anything with orange, but imagine rhyming anything with Zig Heil. That's, that's difficult. Let's see you do that one, Marshall Yeah, Mathers. no, actually, no. That's a whole different episode. Yeah, that really is. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Unless you're going through Egypt. What? Oh, the Nile, Zig Heil. Uh, yeah, well, Hitler did. Zig Heil, cruising <laughs> on the Nile. That's, that's what Hitler was rapping when he sent Rommel. <laughs> Where's my bitch is that? In Tobruk. I don't know. That didn't rhyme. Yeah, awkward. So this is why I refuse to take part in any of those. Rap battles? Yeah, for a while there, there was a thing with comedians, like comedian rap battles. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Number one, I'd be bad at it. Number two, I've got too much respect for hip hop. That's just the kind of dude I am. No, but see, I I think I... Actually, comedians should just be born for it. Because if we learnt nothing else from the Eminem bio... Epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was that the way to win every rap battle? Yeah. If you're white, is just to like just talk about what's shit about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they're like, oh, they've got nothing. Comedians are some of the most self deprecating, self hating people on the face of the planet. Yeah. So it should be awesome. No, no, they, they were funny. They were good. I just, yeah, they're just not for me because oh. I, I don't rhyme quickly. <laughs> I don't think it all has to be in a rhyme, does it? Well, the, 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 rhyming is pretty much part of rap. You, you can't do it as the, in the form of a haiku? There's not too many haiku rappers. <laughs> There's really not. Oh, my God. Have we just created a genre? Oh, stop it. No. Nobody from Broken Hill ever made a subgenre of rap. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm, we're going to work on this this week, and we're going to come back with our first ever. I challenge you no. next week to uh, – you've got a week to prepare for our haiku rap battle. No. Yes. I'm not doing it. Bring your best haiku next week. <laughs> you fucking nerd. What kind of slam poetry <laughs> bullshit is that? <laughs> How many syllables are there in misgendered? <laughs> Fuck off. Not doing that. On the Nile. <laughs> On the Nile. It's good. There's five. Damn it. Yeah. Oh my god. Well see, this is why we need a week to prepare, but oh my god, take that, Kanye. We're on our own shirts. We're creating our own genre. You ain't got shit on us. Yeah. His shoe deal fell over and he went straight to was it Puma? Or was or did he like go down the, the line and ended up like Lotto and LA Gear and those guys? <laughs> I don't know. Like Birkenstock. I don't know. Where did he end up after Adidas gave him the ass? Oh, my God. What? That's one of those things where it's like, basically it turns out from like half of his fortune, it turns out was just from sneaker deals. Yeah. Half of his billion dollar empire was just from sneakers. Yeah. And you know what? 
When I lose the first billion dollars, do you know what I'm going to do? Stop being a Nazi? Or at least just shut the fuck up about it. See, I don't think being a Nazi is a financial motivation somehow. I think maybe there's a deeper connection (laughs) to something a little bit more primal. It's just, oh my God, but it's like, just, do you know what I mean? Like, become like the spokesman for Fanta or something. Like, (laughs) just... Just at one point, you have to be like, just shut the fuck up. You'd think if it was all about the money, you'd love Jews. <gasps> calm down. Calm- <laughs> oh, my God. That's our third way we're like Kanye this week. <laughs> Go to the sauce. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, you mean the cream cheese anyway. Oh, for the bagel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Somebody, to- somebody told me the other day that apparently bagels... Is just uh, like a New York thing. I don't think it's just a New York thing. I think maybe that's where the culture around takeaway bagels developed. Yeah. In the same way that you know, buy a single slice of pizza developed. Yeah. Because New York's very entrepreneurial and moving and eating on the run. But like, nah, man, bagels are all over Europe. It can't just be a New York thing. Well, that's what I. Anyway. But no, oh my God, don't get me started on how much I hate like American pizza slices where they just get that one ridiculously large bit and then fold it and eat it like a sandwich. Oh, ah. It originated in the Jewish communities of Poland. There you go. So take that fucking internet critic who was like riding my ass. Yeah, fuck you. Ah, people. Where were you arguing about bagels? What corner of the dark web? On my Eurovision podcast. Oh, fuck, of course. This was... was (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Why did it get... Someone was getting into you about bagels on a Eurovision podcast? Oh, we were... I think because we were going through... Like, we had gone through and, like, week by week we were reviewing, like, a different country and all of their performances at the Eurovision Song Contest. Right. And then... uh, Because some of them, like, if they had more entries, you know, to be, like, a... You know... A month-long episode, a four-part episode. Yeah. But then I'd also, like, just do some, like, deep dives, like, into the country and cultures and food and just weird history and art and just crazy random things. Yeah. And I remember I I said something about, enjoy your bagels. (laughs) And And that was that. Somebody was really, like, offended at me. So someone mansplained bagels to you. Yeah. That, like, the people in Israel don't eat bagels. It's just, like, an, an American thing. Right. And I was, like, not that... Like, I love bagels, but I wasn't that invested. Pretty sure you've got to be a pretty committed Jew to live in Israel. So, like, bagels would be a thing, you'd imagine. Like, to, to, that's the citizenship test. You've got to have a bagel, a blintz. You've got to know how to deal with a, a brisket, you know? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just one of those things where you're like, I never knew that anyone would care so much. Wow. So this guy's probably gone over there like there wasn't a Starbucks. He's like, fuck this place, man. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I like, I was like sitting in the foyer of like my five-star hotel and no one was eating a bagel. It's just an American thing. (laughs) That's a very American worldview too, isn't it? Yeah. These only exist in my universe. Yeah. So I was just like, I have, Yeah. I don't, yeah. I've, yeah. Man, like, because I'm a shameless whore, I've been spending some time on TikTok uh-huh. lately, just putting out old stand-up clips. Uh-huh. Just because I can't have a day job for much longer. I'm going fucking crazy. I know, and I've, I've noticed like the red glasses. Is this officially the beginning of the midlife crisis? Oh, no. The midlife crisis began a while ago. But for those... When, when you bought this, the 
the Galaxy, the Ford Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. That began a little while ago. The glasses, I've always wanted funky glasses. But for people who aren't watching the, the video on YouTube, I've gone and got myself some iridescent orange glasses. I look for all the world like a 45-year-old lesbian art teacher in a small country town school who will like, you know, speak to the kids who've maybe got some gender identity things going on and they can't talk to their farmer dad. That's what I look like right now. Yes. Oh I've my God. just always wanted funkier glasses than the ones I had. But yeah, I, I do look like a woman who judges films at an independent film festival. <laughs> Look, I don't want to make dispersions, but I think like our ratings in the lesbian community is definitely going to go up. Oh, lesbians love me. Yeah. Well, especially with those glasses. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm catnip to lesbians. <laughs> I'm catnip to lesbians. Hey. But in the way that like there's there's nothing oral going on, I'm just like they just like having me around. Oh no, I just mean in a bit that just they just want to like just touch all my little bits. Oh well, that that's for you. I'm just kind of like the the non confrontational bloke they can have around who's not going to try and turn them. Oh yeah. Who will actually listen when they're like, you know, you want a carpentry lesson? I'll be like, yeah, actually I do. Rather than try and tell them how to do it properly, I'll be like, yes, please. <laughs> How do you mitre that joint properly? I don't know. Lesbian must be a nice change. Yeah. Yeah. To have a bloke who looks like Hagrid who's willing to listen. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but when it does happen. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Well, now I look like slam poetry Hagrid. So. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> no, I like the glasses very, Thank very you. much. And I'm just, I'm glad that, you know, your girlfriend has better taste. Yeah. Because she obviously picked them out she, for you. Well, no, she told me about them. I chose them on my own. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shut up. But yeah, the perks of having a, a partner that works in optometry. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Because uh, yeah, there's got to be perks for, like for every job. Yeah. But... Ours have none. Because oh, we're, we're public servants. We have no fucking perks. Oh, you know what? It, you know what is so sad? When you were like, oh, like us... It, I did not occur to me at, to think of my day job at all whatsoever. <laughs> I just went to like, podcasts, are you kidding? We're so cool. <laughs> Anyone who's ever seen the footage knows we filmed this in my kitchen. So, no, we're not. We're, we're artisanal blended in your creative space. Artisanal blend. We are that coffee made from cat shit. We are not artisanally blended. I've never seen a better review of us ever. <laughs> They're like a coffee made from cat shit. <laughs> Somehow people will still drink it. Oh, some people pay extra yeah. for that. Yeah. I don't know why. You can't just lacto-ferment them. Like, why stick it through an animal's stomach? I don't know. Ah, okay. So that does the same job? Well, look, I'm just making shit up at this point. I really don't know. But again, it comes back to those, it's, it's that old joke of like, who was the first person to watch that pop out of the cat and went, hmm. Well, you know how people are saying like, who was the first person to try milk from a cow? Yeah. How do we know that 50,000 years ago, cows didn't have great tits? <laughs> cows were just aggressively shoving them into feet. Well, no, how do we know that like cows like just weren't getting around looking like Pamela Anderson? Weren't like seductively seducing Neanderthal man yeah. into sucking on their titties? How do you know? How do you know it wasn't just a perfect Sophia Vergara cow getting around? Everybody who's not a man yeah. knows that's how not how it happened. I'm telling you right now, there's at least one one lesbian out there that agrees with me. That no. maybe maybe sometime no. fifty thousand years ago. 
there might have been a cow with really good tits. How do men sexualize everything, even cow titties? Not now. I'm just saying that maybe one. Yeah, sure, not now. Maybe one that's disappeared from the evolutionary scene. You know, the like, really hot one. Yeah, the, maybe the really <laughs> hot cow's gone. It got replaced with the one that had like ten nozzles. So the they one can, with the personality. The one with yeah, it's got yeah. a good personality. You invited out for dumplings, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but like the hot one, too much drama. But they replaced it with they replaced it with the capitalism version that produces more. I'm just saying Charles Darwin would be on my side. I'm guessing that sometime 50,000 years ago or longer, maybe 200,000 years ago when the Neanderthals were getting around, there might have been a cow with a cracking rack that led to this. This is how dudes end up putting their dick in literally everything on the planet. This kind of thinking. Just stop it. Just stop it. No. 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 No! I'm not saying I did it. This is this is the problem. Like, that's why people are like, I don't understand why, like, you know, like in America and, and China and India, why does everyone, have, you know, in, in, economic crisis, there's not enough housing, the planet's falling apart, everybody's poor. Why are they still pushing on with space? It's because dudes know that there are aliens out there and they want to put their dicks in them. That's the only reason NASA exists, is for white dudes to fly into space and put their dick in a black hole. See, i got to choose your own adventure of responses at this point. One, one is... Calm your tits, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Or means to an end. (laughs) I really hate our species. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking about it today and I was thinking, because of course, you know, we have, you know, the world of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Can you imagine if one day, like, Wonder Woman appears and then we do some hole and then we go back and we find out Wonder Woman, who's from the future, is actually from the past, who's from the future, because one day all the women just went, oh, no, fuck it, and just left. Just left. Just left every dude behind. We all just got on the spaceship. Bye! <laughs> so you'd, you'd just wake up one morning and say, like, there's no women. Or rescue dogs. Like, what, what do we do now? <laughs> or cats. Oh, my God, they've all gone. Just, oh, my God. There's just nothing but, like, just a billion dudes <laughs> and a million left socks. Just everything else is gone. And one sec- poor sexy cow. <laughs> that poor sexy cow is now the queen of the universe. Oh, my God. Well, I was thinking about it. I think that could be how the Wonder Woman planet comes. Just every just woman. I'm just like, ah, oh, no. Nah, you know what? I'm, I'm just, um, done. Yeah. I'm done. And I think your cow comment could be that moment for a lot of ladies listening. <laughs> just, no. I'm just... Uh, I'm out! So you want, me to, you want me to get into a rap battle with you, but you won't engage in absurdism. <laughs> Look at my glasses. How could you possibly take me seriously? Oh, my God. Don't, don't you be proud my fine lesbian sister you say what you have to say what you say matters why do you think i just said all that wildly misogynist shit that was cross species misogyny yeah i know like triple threat (laughs) it was misogyny (laughs) 
There's our merch for this week. <laughs> Moosogyny. Just a sexy cow. <laughs> Just Gary Larson's personal collection of unpublished Homerotica. <laughs> sexy cow. The far, far side. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the dark side of the field. Yeah. Oh, bluff. Oh, my God. Well, this has taken a really unexpected turn. But come on. The shit we talk about. What? But you know what? It's so weird. Talking about all the women just suddenly just getting together and secretly picking up our rescue dogs and our rescue cats and just disappearing in the middle of the night, leaving men behind. Oh, no. We've lost the ability to wrap presents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And, oh my God, okay, here's a warning sign for you, okay? Yeah. This is why, like, fucking, it just, it, one of the many reasons it shits me off where, like, these guys are just like, oh, I'm I'm the alpha, I'm the alpha, I'm the top dog, like, I'm top of the food chain. Yeah. I once went out with this guy and we had been going out for, I don't know, like a couple of months. Yeah. And he revealed to me that, oh... The year before we had gotten together, he had been hospitalised. Okay. Because he had finally eventually, like, moved out from his his mum's house and was living by himself. Okay. And for almost a year, he ate nothing but the hot chips from the hot chip shop he was living above. Right. And ramen noodles. Okay. His body broke out in boils. Oh. Fucker got scurvy. Wow. So how the hell are you going to tell me that you're top of the food chain? Okay. It's like you're going to, you're, you've battled your way to the top. Dude, you lost to nutrition. All right. You couldn't even beat a lemon. So no, you were not the alpha species. But anyway. Maybe the food chain they're referring to is actually a fast food franchise. (laughs) Maybe. 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 Oh, my God. But, yeah. So, you know, red flags. Red flags. Oh, yes. Look, we've all met people who who set off red flags. Yeah. And you know what? The person of this week... Oh. ...definitely sets off some red flags. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, there's been a lot of interesting people in history. Yeah. We can't deny that. They had a story, a quest. Genghis Khan wanted to conquer the world. I mean, he didn't end up conquering the world, but he did spread enough of his seed that his DNA is now through most parts of the world. Yeah. Jonas Salk wanted to rid the world of polio, so he invented the vaccine. Yes. 99% of polio eradicated. That freedom hater. Ah. But then we come to this guy. Okay. Gird your loins as we travel back in time. I thought that was his name. Gird your loins. The fuck? I am changing my Facebook profile immediately. <laughs> Betty does good bagels. Gird your loins. Oh, he's in New York then. Oh, for sure. We are travelling back in time 
to 1681. Okay, only good things happened then. Oh, yes. In London, England. Oh, God, no. Where one pervert was prowling the streets of London and its surrounds. From the darkness, he would strike. This stranger grabbing women, both young and old, where he would cry, Havoc! (laughs) Throw women across his knee, throw up their skirts and spank them! What? He would spank them, cry out, Spanko! And run off into the night. Okay. Okay. There was no rhyme. There was no reason. There just was. Okay. In this week's episode of Cry Havoc and Let Slip the Hands of Spanko! Spanko. 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 Spanko Unchained. (laughs) Spankle and Son. (laughs) 200 years before Jack the Ripper and 110 years before the infamous London Butt Stabber, (laughs) who we did cover in an earlier episode. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. In 1681, one of London's most infamous and unsolved series of salts occurred. Yes. In 1681, this lone monster prowled the streets of London looking for ladies. Oh. To spank their bottoms. (laughs) This lone monster lurked in the shadows. And upon seeing his prey, would deftly move in. Throw the woman across his knee. Throw up her dress and petticoats. And would repeatedly spank the woman on her buttocks. Radio. The creature would use his bare hands. Although on rare occasions, a rod or a small whip was used. Okay. But this was later suggested to be a copycat seizing on the opportunity to illegally touch women's (laughs) bottoms. Well, public transport hadn't been invented yet, so. (laughs) Just because one freak starts doing it, it's not like, (laughs) what? Why did no one tell me we're allowed to do it? You're not allowed to do it. Just that dude with his pretty... I thought I was the only one. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. The first woman to come forward stated that she was walking through an alley in central London one evening when a man, without warning, rushed from the shadows, grabbed her, forced her over his knee, lifted her petticoats, spanked her. And then fled back into the night. Okay. With a trail of Spanko. What a bizarre crime. He should have been yelling Spanko. Copyright. (laughs) So that no one else could have done it. Yeah. 
That's not that's not what you would scream as you spanked a strange woman on the buttocks of the streets of London? Haven't thought about my catchphrase yet, <laughs> but probably not that. I see a new catchphrase. No, not gonna catch on. No. Mm-hmm. Women woman after woman came forward with similar stories. The press jumped on the story. Yeah. But viewed it as a novelty story. <laughs> And not as a serious case of assault throughout the courtyards, alleyways and streets between Fleet Street, The Strand and Holborn. Some papers and leaflets flat out called all of the victims prostitutes. (laughs) Nothing's changed. (laughs) Nothing's changed in the way that the press depicts women. (laughs) Literally nothing. Nothing. And all, basically all of these articles, it was, everyone was just like, well, they were outside. They were asking for it. I know it was 400 years ago, so they probably still had Andrew Bolt writing for them. How much ankle was she showing? <laughs> it's what you get for being a prostitute. Did she drop her kerchief in a suggestive manner? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Had she bathed this year? Well, that's an open invitation. (laughs) Had she printed out a flyer that clearly said, I do not want to be spanked, and then had it printed on her person? No. Was she standing in the vicinity of a particularly attractive cow with excellent breasts? Oh, God. You're imagining the cow. I know you are. Just leaning up against the doorway, <laughs> just like twirling an udder. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. But yes, everything was the lady's fault. Yep. You're outside. So clearly not only are you asking for it, but you're outside your house. You're clearly a prostitute. Of course. Because why would any woman other than a prostitute leave her house? Yeah. So, press, everyone's a prostitute, even though they weren't. Yeah. They really weren't. No. Lots of women have to travel when it's dark. Yep. And you had to leave your house to go to work. Yeah. You also had to leave your house when you finished your work to go back home. Or you have to leave your house to go about your job. Yeah. And do your job. One woman was a maid sent on errand to collect her employer from a drinking establishment to ensure he safely made his way home and didn't drown in the Thames. What a job. (laughs) On her way, she was grabbed and spanked for her good deed. As he became known in the press as, what do you think they called him? Oh, the butt bandit. I don't know. It would have been so better. Whipping Tom. Whipping Tom? Whipping Tom. That's not even alliterative. Like, what are they doing? Well, I guess they would just try to be like, ooh, like, if we just, like, spanko. The posterior pirate. <sighs> yes. Yes. The, the... The slattern slapper. The spanking scourge. Yeah, there you go. 
you know, anything. But no, whipping Tom. Whipping Tom. The Pope's messenger, the hand of God. Maybe they were like sponsored by like a rope company yeah. or like a little whip, you know, little trademark. Whipping Tom. Yeah. Only uses. <laughs> whipping Tom uses quality wife whips. Does your, was- wife- <laughs> Does your wife need extra discipline? That was definitely a 1681 product. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, 100%. <laughs> oh my New God. from the maker of servant incinerators comes wife whips. If you don't want your house, you don't want your wife leaving the house like a prostitute. <laughs> but then the irony, how do you go out to buy it for him for like Father's Day? You can't oh, leave your house. Oh. oh, no, I'm tethered by patriarchy and a rope. Oh, no. No. Oh, you've beaten me once again, patriarchy. Oh, Lord. So whipping Tom was whipping up hysteria on the streets of London. One woman who actually did work as a sex worker, and just remember, sex work is real work, unlike being a landlord. Absolutely. She worked as a sex worker at the time when, so she was out, you know, standing in the street trying to drum up some business. Mm-hmm. So she's at work. Yeah. <laughs> Poor lady's at work trying to earn a crust where she was assaulted by Tom. The paper delicately and very with much understanding and compassion dealt with the story. Now, let's bear in mind that uh, surgery back in those days was still conducted with leeches and hammers. <laughs> How do you think they phrased that this poor woman who just happens to be a sex worker, nothing really to do with the story? Um, I'm guessing hardworking disciplinarian has hand sullied by Satan's chest piece. Trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> Motivated by sexually suggestive cow. Moo. <laughs> 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 oh, that, that was a little bit Sean Connery. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit slut cow. <laughs> Uh, oh my god nobody <laughs> saw those things coming together in your 2024 they did not. bingo card sexy cow <laughs> oh. oh my god <laughs> sexy connery oh, yeah. um oh lord so the poor prostitute was grabbed by whipping tom yeah <laughs> this this is what the Paper yeah. wrote about this woman's assault. Okay. He so swinged her tail that tis thought she will not be capable of her trade for some time. Wow. Like work cover. <laughs> Holy shit. It's very Bolshevik of you. Isn't it? Getting a little bit animal farm up in here and not in the good way. <laughs> She won't be able to ply her trade. Wow. (laughs) Interestingly, one article claimed that this was in fact not the first time Whipping Tom had struck. Well. Stating that around 1672, nine years previously, it was nine years in like 
the 17th century. How was someone still alive yeah. from nine years ago? And literacy wasn't that big. Yeah. This would have been passed down in stories. Just the one person just covered in leeches. Just, <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Twas nine years ago and I was but a boy. And it's just like, it's just, now he's just like a head in a box covered in leeches. <laughs> Sexy cows were everywhere. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. So, again, this is the newspaper yeah. of the day. Like, oh, you know what? Oh, my God. This serial sex offender has struck before. About nine years since proved such an enemy to the milk wenches' bums. Fuck. Okay. <sighs> oh no, will somebody think of the milk wenches' bums? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> 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 Just think of them and not the fucking sexy cow, you perfect. <laughs> You've seen English women. <laughs> How could you not think of the sexy cows? <laughs> oh, take me back to Jersey. Oh, my God. I, I'm totally re-looking at the whole Hugh Grant incident completely <laughs> different now. Anyway. The police seemed at first disinterested at best. But with respectable women... And wives now coming forward detailing their horror at the hands of Whipping Tom, public outcry began to grow. Women began carrying small knives and scissors with which to defend themselves. Nice. Arm up, ladies. I'm all for that. People began complaining of the ineffective nature of policing methods in catching the culprit and keeping women's bottoms safe. Was there even a formalised police force at this point? No, that's that's still like a couple of hundred years away. Yeah. At this stage, it was what you would... It was, it was around this time is basically you would just find like the poorest or dumbest people you could find where basically they would be paid to like wander around with lanterns. Yeah. Keep an eye on things. And there was like a sheriff who was basically an enforcer for the largest landowner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And yeah, people would just wander the streets like with a lamp and... Yeah. Oh, and I think it was like if you saw someone committing a crime, it was your job that you had to like arrest them and take them to like the sheriff or you're committing a crime by not policing. I think that was the vibe of the day. That's very American. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that actually is still happening in America. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So citizens began forming vigilante patrols. Yes, finally yeah. going to get this sorted. Yeah. Uh, once they realised that these had no success. What do you know, just groups of angry men walking around with their sexy cow t-shirts, <laughs> big bits of wood just... Rah! What do you know? They didn't They didn't capture him. Ineffective? Who would have thought? I know. They realised their mistake. What they needed was they needed something to lure Whipping Tom out of the shadows. Ah. You have many options at this stage. You could hire a lady of the night to act as a, as a decoy. 
As bait? As bait. Yeah. You know? Get her to stand under the gaslight while you all hide around the corner. I think they still ran on whale oil back then. Under the whale light. Oh. <laughs> Roxanne. <laughs> and you just hide around the corner. You know, they could have done that. Yeah. They could have asked a lady that they knew. Yeah. To. Or dress a, like Benny Hill this shit. Dress a man as a woman. They Benny Hills this yep. shit. I thought they might. Someone, a, someone with a juicy butt. And a large consortment of men volunteered to dress <laughs> as ladies. <laughs> it's time. Imagine you, your kink is finally legitimized. I want to be spanked by a stranger in a park. Yeah, while dressed as a lady. Yeah. Strangely enough, volunteers. Oh, but I don't know. We're, we're going to have to, like, I don't know, guess find a find a dress that's going to hit your already on it. <laughs> and you turn up with your own wardrobe. Makeup's. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, seriously, you would have, like, just everything hidden away in the step. And then how often would this opportunity, like, come up? Live <laughs> the dream. Oh, my Lord. Woo! So... Some very lucky gentlemen got to have the time of their lives and finally find their freedom in the back streets yeah. of London. <sighs> and they began dressing up provocatively <laughs> to entice Whipping Tom. Okay. But sadly, every time Whipping Tom failed to be lured in by these hunky, manly men in dresses. What do you know? What do you know? What do you know? One man, a local haberdasher. It's always a haberdasher. Was out on one of these alleyways one evening with his chum. What else could young, handsome, single men be doing in a laneway in the dark in the alleyways of London in 1681. Nothing gay. No, no. no. Clearly, they were just there consorting about leaping on women's buttocks. Yes, and discussing the sexiest cows. <laughs> so a vigilante group grabbed them. Oh, God. Peat them up and then took them to the sheriff. To be like, that's Weeping Tom, we found them. Just standing in an alleyway, not dressed up at ladies at all. <sighs> so they handed them into the sheriff to be tried oh. for the crimes of Whipping Tom. Now, one paper alleges that the two men actually stood trial for, whip it, for being Whipping Tom. Um, however, nobody has ever been able to find any evidence. Of this, of this, so it's just more like they were like, "Oh yeah, no, we totally took them in. They were going to charge them." Yeah, but they didn't. There was literally just a haberdasher and a chum <laughs> in an alleyway. Yeah. Uh, stories abounded at the speed at which Spanko appeared and then disappeared. One article describes the assailant as nimble as an eel. As an eel? <laughs> wow. Do you get the feeling he didn't actually know what an eel was? 
he'd heard about it's like in those you see those paintings where it's like draw me a picture of a cat you know what a cat looks like don't you yes absolutely and then the cat's like I mean eels are particularly nimble but wouldn't you go for a, a terrestrial animal like a hare or a yeah uh, uh, yeah butterfly or a dog or just a cat <laughs> oh kind of slippery like an eel not slippery Nimble. Nimble. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly fleet of foot. <laughs> so fleet of foot that just flew off. <laughs> You're talking about dogs again, are you? So, yeah, yes, yes, I am. Uh, other rumours and stories began to circulate that this speed could only come from an otherworldly realm. And that Spanko was using supernatural or witchy powers. Yeah. Do, 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 do. In 1681, a news sheet. Look, it's a pamphlet. Yeah. I love that the way that he tried it. It's, 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 it's you spilling the tea. Yeah. All right. While you're sitting there in your haberdashers, you're just like typing up a little bit of tea and then putting it in print form. Yeah. So this was written in 1681 by an anonymous person, okay? Yeah. So they weren't even prepared to put their name to it. Um, so what I've done is I've actually printed out this article. Oh, okay. So I thought I can sort of like read the first bit that's in brown. Yeah. And then you can read the next page that's in black about the story. Do you know anything about contrasting colours? Because brown and black... Well, you've got new glasses. Okay. Can't, can't you see? Oh, look, page one is brown, page two is black, and then page three is brown and black. Fucking hell. <laughs> you know what sends you blind, Have don't you been you? living with cats so long you now see in monochrome? <laughs> well, if you weren't spend too much time in your teenage years jerking to sexy cows you'd have better eyesight well poor period should have had something more than sexy cows <laughs> is all I'm saying <laughs> whipping Tom brought to light and exposed to view get it wink 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 even in the 1600s they had puns in an account of several late adventures of the pretended whipping spirit Given a full relation of several maids, widows and wives that have been by him used in a most barbarous and shameful manner in and about the city of London within six weeks last past. And also an account of the various reports that are spread abroad concerning him. There Having been of late much discourse in this city in relation to Whipping Tom, a name so much dreaded by the female sex, his being abroad again. And then it's just, you know, going on, women yeah. trembling in their house, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But for the benefit of husbands, as are troubled with gaining wives, we shall give this following account of the places that he usually frequents and haunts. 
You can tell they used to get paid by the word. Fuck me dead. <laughs> but I just love the fact that, like, ladies, this is not for you. This is where the sex predator is going. Yeah. Avoid these areas. Arm yourself. No, husbands. This is for you. Yes. So you don't have the embarrassment of your wife being spanked. <laughs> oh, Lord. Could just do it yourself at home. <laughs> oh, so they go on, all oh, whipping Tom, that about nine years since proved such an enemy to the milk wench's bums. <laughs> and oftentimes occasioned the country dames to hire a guard for the security of their posteriors. Fuck me, dead. Can you imagine? So this is probably, do you know what I mean? You've just spent the last 20 years being trained in combat. You've fought 18 wars. Yeah. You're the, what's that? The art of war guy. You are that guy. You're Sun Wesley Snipe. Yes. Wesley Sun Tzu. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Wesley Snipes is in that art of war movie. You are that guy. You are a primed killing machine. You finally get back. This is it. What's my first gig? Oh, I want you to look after this tart's bum. And OnlyFans was born. <laughs> oh, how do you put an ad for that in the paper? Uh, I need you to look after my bum while I'm out. Asgard. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's, you know, Asgard, it sounds like one of those things those people who buy FBI T-shirts would buy. <laughs> Federal booby inspector. Sounds like a family of Swedish actors. Still in Asgard. <laughs> oh, my God. So, apparently, it goes on to explain women are so terrified that they dare not go out after candlelight to meet their sweethearts. For fear of having an alarum, whatever that is, beaten upon their tobies. What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's like how many how many euphemisms can you use for the word bum? That's, yeah. Oh lord, tails dragged at least a quarter of a yard deep. He thought it expedient to exercise his tyranny over the backsides of the cleanly. The fuck? The city ladies. Wow. And for some weeks past has lurked about in alleys and courts in Fleet Street. He seizes upon such as he can conveniently light on and turning them up as nimble as an eel. Makes their buttons cry, Spanko! Jesus. Oh, Lord. And then, according to a report of those who have felt the weight of his paws, vanished. For you must know that having left the country, he has not the advantage of getting rods and therefore is obliged to use his hands instead. So am I meant to read the slightly not brown one? Yes, read the slightly not brown bit. Okay. So this is this is this is the the pamphlet 
titillating the stories of his first spanking. This is a pamphlet? This was all a pamphlet. This is a fucking tome. So they, no, you would literally, they would just print this and then you would buy this for like, you know, two cents on a, on a street corner. So it was a penny dreadful, basically. Yeah. His first adventure near his weekend in Laren was on a servant maid in New Street, who being sent out to look for her master as she was turning a corner, perceived a tall black man. Of course. Of course. That's the other thing that hasn't changed in yeah. 200 years. Oh. There we go. There we go. Oh. A tall black man standing up against the wall as if he were had been making water. Oh, what? So, so she recognises someone who's just had a piss. I know that look. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but she had not passed far, but with great speed and violence seized her and, in a trice, laying her across his knee, took up her linen and so laid so hard upon her buttocks as made her cry out in most piteously for help, <laughs> the which he no sooner perceiving to approach, as she declares, but he vanished. And although diligent search was made, no person could be found. Another likewise tasted of the same sauce a little after in Wine Office Court, Fleet Street. This reads like fucking fantasy, like fantasy porn. Twiddle yourself. Like 100% this is twiddle yourself. Like, yeah. oh, Have oh. your servant run you a bath. Oh, yeah. And, and then sit oh. down and think of the swarthy man who will touch your cleanly bottom. Give you a little bit of the sauce. It's not a sauce. It's an assault paper. It's an assault. Just quietly, the oldie, ye oldie English spelling, everything is almost impossible to read because it's got that fucking decryptified mm-hmm. Zodiac killer shit going on here with two Vs for a W. And Yeah. Another time, the women that cries hot grey peas about the streets. Okay, I had to look this up. Basically, it was like a... Okay, it's like a gruel in a bucket. Yeah, of course it is. That you just you just wander around. You want some hot gruel? And they'd give you like a they'd give you like a coin, and you'd slop some. It's England. Yeah, it's England. They're not having good food. It's <laughs> deep fried turnip. No, none of, none of that fancy stuff. No, that's Scotland. Uh, coming up, Ram Alley. Now, is this just a euphemism? <laughs> is this just? There's a black man coming up Ram Alley and it's not even his birthday. <laughs> there was another one when I was reading this. I'm like, it did not. <laughs> it did it not. It did not. This is, we're reading the first Mills and Boone. Yeah. This is legit the first. This is like 50 shades of smacko. <laughs> no, that's a dog treat. 50 shades of spanko. <laughs> Dogs go wacko for smacko. So another time, the woman that cries hot grey peas about the streets came up Ram Alley in Fleet Street. <laughs> this is a fucking carry-on film. Oh, Matron. Oh, up the Kyber. Oh, get a hold of your peas. <laughs> Third floor, women's shoes. Whilst she was bawling out her trade, perceived a long black thing standing bolt upright. I bet she did. I bet she did. Take me to dinner first. Oh, right. my goodness. Well, there's the eel they keep talking about. Oh, it's so nimble. <laughs> oh, knows exactly where to go. Right up Ram Alley. Oh, straight up my temps. Oh, good Lord. I've been searching for a sexy cow. <laughs> oh, a long you black thing. move me. <laughs> move. 
<laughs> the ASMR no one asked for. <laughs> the old's the very first sex line where you go and there's a coconut in the tree with some string in it. You put it to your ear and moo. 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 Hot page. <laughs> Hot page and gristle. Fucking England. Oh, my goodness. Okay. okay. Perceived a long black thing standing bolt upright with a little distance from her, but not dreaming of what ha- what after happened came on, but was no sooner within reach, but a cold hand was laid upon her, and up flew her heels. Down fell the peas tub. <laughs> not, the, not me peas! Not me slops! Not me peas! Oh, drop me slop. Oh, God, ravish me if you want, but let me just put me peas down first. That's what the first of these pornos was called, dropping me slop. Oh, I got my hand stuck in the pea bucket again. Oh, no. <laughs> Yuck. Oh. <sighs> Up flew her heels and down fell the peas tub when oh. she... As she has farther related, her fences were so charmed that she lost all power of resistance and left him to tyrannise all over her posteriors at pleasure. That which when he had done, he left her to scrape up her wear as she could for the use of such longing ladies who are affected with such diet. Oh my goodness. After he was done ravishing her. She was allowed to scrape up her gravy peas. She scraped up her slop from the stony floor. This is the worst. 1680s erotic. Oh. Oh. Can you imagine Fifty Shades of Grey where he just he takes her outside the bloody pie cart of the casino and <laughs> she's got to slosh up her peas back into the foil container. Oh, oh and I'm never breakfast in the morning how did the human race survive oh. don't know about you but this is a challenging wank <laughs> but you know what this is probably because this is the first guy in london who started to pay attention to the ladies and not the fucking cows yeah probably that's why the ladies would twiddle on themselves oh my god he doesn't make me strap on horns or anything <laughs> oh my god i haven't got any teeth i can barely say moo all right, so he pulled out his long black thing. She's lost all of her powers. She's scooping up her peas, please. Oh, continue. A gentlewoman some few nights past, coming through the flower de Luce court near Fetter Lane, was set upon up in the manor by a person black. Uh, there we go. Which, as she affirmed, had armour on to prevent any private stab with scissors or penknife, as is it is supposed. But ere he could accomplish his design, the watch, hearing her shriek out, came to her assistance. Okay, so someone's finally come and helped. Yeah, no, that's the watch. That's what I was talking about. The watch was literally just the poor person you'd pay like a shilling to walk around with a... One of the watchmen... He. <laughs> As it is supposed, uh, blah, 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 blah. one of the watchmen, as it is credibly reported, laid hold of him, but could not secure him, he either being too strong or too spirited, as some will have him, black dude, might flip through his fingers. 
At another time, it's reported, a gentlewoman coming through Fetter Lane, at the end which comes into Holborn, she was set upon and abused as the Grey Peas woman was, and was there left for some time in a sound. Probably fanned herself. Oh, my word! Oh, my word! word. I've been violated by a nimble eel! Uh, do I keep reading the brown stuff? I don't know how this colour coding works. Oh my god. Well, no, please continue. And Father, it said that he, like death, spares neither old nor young. For some nights since, scouting about Whetstones Park, met with an old piece of mortality, or Helga in harm and flesh, who taking him to be a well-timbered gentleman, that's a new one, <laughs> would needs to be inviting him up to her house. Can we just can we just go back to the part where he has described this poor lady as an old piece of mortality? <laughs> That's a pretty decent insult. <laughs> just you mean over twelve? <laughs> Don't know. My God, that's harsh. Harsh. Ageist. <laughs> Who needs inviting him up to her house, but she had scarce made him a courtesy ere he turned up the unwieldy mass of kitchen stuff. <laughs> and by his hard claps... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> by his hard claps made her sing to the tune of Le Crime. Or Lacrimy? I don't know. Another time, as we are informed, he meeting with a demure rack. Or miss of the town, who came to accost him. He so swinged at her tail that it is thought she would not be capable of her trade for some considerable time. Wow. (laughs) (sighs) Again, these are poor women just trying to go about their life being assaulted by a stranger. In public. Yeah. Oh, you old piece of mortality. It's great, 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 great Andrew Tate. You dirty, dirty prostitute. <laughs> Leaving your house with your ass like a prostitute. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> oh, wait for it. These and many other pranks. And japes. Yeah. <laughs> In between, you know what I like? Beating a servant <laughs> and assaulting a woman about her buttocks. <laughs> uh, to the great terror of the female sex, insomuch that a great number dare not stare abroad after the shops are shut up, and that it is reported of him that... All too great weight has been laid to apprehend him by men attired in women's habits. Yet he is so cunning that he will not venture upon them. It's 1681. Yeah. I don't think this is... I I don't want to... Let's just say the, the drag scene was nascent. The, I'm, they're not to rapport standards. No, they're not. This was this was not to be easily confused. No, they were still taping their dicks to their stomachs. Yeah. yeah. Like, they literally would peel off their mole from someone and stick it with the plague to their face. Yeah, the town mole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where that comes from? <laughs> 
Oh my god. So yeah, I don't think it was he was that smart. No. He could the Kaiser so say the subtle differences. Yeah. Ah. He just had an etching of a sexy cow going, mm, no. No. But he passes them by. No. Which is one main reason that induces the lasses to believe he is a spirit. Nobody thinks he's a ghost, mate. No. Nobody. And because they will be sure to know whether he is so or not, a great many when their masters and mistresses sends them on errands late, go armed with penknives, sharp bodkins. Bodkins, isn't that your undies? No, a bodkin's like a like a long needle. Oh, okay. No. I was just thinking pointy underpants, <laughs> like Madonna style. <laughs> Take his eye out. Oh, scissors and the like, resolving if that they meet him, in turn to turn the comedy into a tragedy. If he should prove mortal. (laughs) (laughs) What a line. (sighs) If you prick me, do I not bleed like a sexy, sexy cow? (laughs) Oh... Oh, my Lord. So they're going to change it from a comedy into a tragedy. Uh, although it is reported we have before recited, he goes in armour, resolving to continue at utter enmity with the female sex. So thanks for that totally, you know, not bias and taking it totally seriously yeah. and not victim-blaming at all. <laughs> um, I've got another um, like title from another like pamphlet back yeah. in the day. <laughs> this, is, this is a great title. Whipping Tom Turned Citizen or The Cracks Terror. Wow. Wow, The Cracks Terror. There is an actual printed headline <laughs> from 1681. In a paper. I thought I was good for getting police sick of donuts into a paper. That's way better. The cracks terror. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it's good to see that they're, you know, like, they're taking this seriously. All right. Like, these are serious assaults. Thanks for taking it seriously. uh, uh, It's divided the community. (laughs) It's split them in two. Doctor, doctor, I think my bottom's broken. <laughs> There's a crack in it. <sighs> oh, so, obviously, you can see everyone's taking it. Oh, totally serious. Because oh, I just remembered a joke someone told me in high school after the Snowtown murders happened. Yeah. <laughs> this is like that week. I was at school. I can't remember if I was at school or uni. <laughs> but straight away, one of my friends was just like, oh, this guy up in uh, up in Salisbury was working in his backyard and here his neighbour was uh, doing some yard work. Yeah. And his neighbour poked over the fence and said, you got a garbage bag I could borrow? He's like, yeah, yeah, for sure, I have this one. He heard more digging and he heard more chopping and all this kind of stuff. And he's just like, oh, what the bloody hell's going on over there? Next thing you know is the neighbour pokes his head back over the fence and just goes, do you mind if I borrow another uh, garbage bag, mate? He goes, what's wrong with that other one? He goes, oh, the ass fell out of this one. <laughs> 
Oh my god, did he write for 1681 <laughs> London, London Times? <laughs> oh my god. Like, oh my god. <sighs> so everyone, shits and gigs. It's hilarious. Ha ha ha. He's terrorising prostitutes of yeah. London. But then nobody could make light of Spanko anymore. When Spanko set himself upon a heavily pregnant woman. Oh, no. The stress and the physical violence caused the woman to miscarry. The child did not survive, and a week later, the woman also died from complications related to the miscarriage. Oh, I got bleak. All shits and gigs until... Yeah. Spanko... Fell silent. I can imagine. You know that moment where you're like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up. Yeah, kind of killed some people. I thought it was I thought it was shits and gigs. Oh, I fucked up. Fucked up. And the bums of London's women were safe. <laughs> For 30 years. Oh, wow. Then the seal of London's women's bums were cracked wide open yet again. Okay. But that's another episode. Oh, really? He came out of retirement. (gasps) Did he or did he not? Oh. We'll have to find out. Or was it kind of like Batman? He just kind of reappeared years later. (laughs) Just like with a slightly like gruffer voice. Yeah. Throwing some phones at some like (laughs) set assistants. Stop talking! I'm Batman! <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's something for us to discover. Okay. At, at another, um, if people would like to know about one of the other sex perverts of ye old London. Just just one. Just one. I feel like we're working our way through through the years. Who yeah. is it this year? It's 1682. <laughs> Who's our sex offender now? Like a sex pest advent calendar. Oh, my God. No, we're not doing that. That's not merch. That's not merch. I draw the line at chloroform rags. It's just like every window you open it, it's just another dick you didn't want to see. Oh, no. The unsolicited dick pic advent calendar. Oh, my God. That would work. All the pictures of diseased dicks we get, so you just open it. Oh, oh. I didn't want to see that. Oh. And then on the next thing, we'll be like, no, no, no. Like, this is totally good. Like, it's totally going to be a picture of a, of a, you know, of like a dog. And they open it up. Ha, 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 sucker. And it's just another gross dick. <laughs> and then Christmas Day is one very sexy cow. <laughs> and then all the women get on the spaceship and leave the planet. <laughs> Oh, my God. Your version of Star Trek is very different to mine. <laughs> it's very odd. The holodeck is a very dirty place. <laughs> Needs to be hosed down. Everyone's got a lot of calcium. No bones <laughs> being broken. But, like, seriously, like, because we did that and then, you know, it's like there's the after this comes the next whipping Tom and then there's the, like, the London butt stabber. Yeah. He was just going around stabbing women in the butts. What is it with, like, 17th century... English dudes and ladies' butts. I don't know. <laughs> Lots of birthdays. <laughs> I don't know. But just, it's very, like, it's not even like, oh, I love, like, ah, uh, butts. 
Like, it was 1681. You could literally get a prostitute to do anything for a bowl of gruel. Wouldn't you just be like, it had to be a sex thing. Nobody grabs women and starts spanking them, screaming, Spanko! If it's not a weird sex thing. And you got to be determined because there was no hygiene back then. Oh. None. Oh, can you imagine the smell when you throw back those layers? Yeah. I swear the blowjob wasn't invented until at least the 1920s. Oh, my God. It's just, they've been alive for 30 years and toilet paper has not been invented for any of those years. Just that wafting. (sighs) I don't know. If you're someone who likes to spank people with a dirty bum. Don't fucking send us an email. I don't want to hear from you. (laughs) No. I don't want that shit in my life. Uh, well, apparently some people do. <laughs> some people do, and there's a dark corner of the internet for you. Not to kink shame, but keep that shit out of my world. I don't want to know about your... You're being very judgmental. Oh, well, of course I am. I'm now not very inclusive that I look like I judge fringe competitions. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with, with slapping people on the bum, but it's only if the other person is consenting. Exactly. When you're leaping on them out of like an alleyway, not fucking cool, man. In like cosplay from like Edwardian England or whatever it was. <laughs> it's still not cool yeah. at like the Cheshire London recreator event. Yeah. Don't slap barge. Oh, she's dressed like an 18th century prostitute. She's fair game. Yeah. She's out the house. Duh. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I don't know. I just, I want to know what is the fascination with, if you're, just so if you're from London, is there still the fascination with ladies' buttocks? This, like, why? Why is London so obsessed? I've missed that Doctor Who episode. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever spanked a bum? What? Have you ever spanked a bum? Consensually or? (laughs) No, obviously consensually. Like. (laughs) It's a very personal question. We're having a conversation about like bum spanking. There's a very big difference between the intimate happenings between two consenting people and spanking a woman on the street. I know that, but I was so I don't get what you're asking me. I was, just, I was trying to have a nice, normal conversation yeah, about spanking in a consensual environment. Yes. You look very... Like, I, just, I, I, I don't want to spill the tea on my vanilla life. <laughs> judge you if you say yes or no or i don't know i was asleep i think something touched my bum it might have been the dog i don't know all right <laughs> okay apparently, apparently there's the one subject we're not covering on Gavin in the woods. <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry it's a weird question it's a weird question we've just talking about a sexy cow for an hour and you think this is the weird part of the conversation a fictional sexy cow with human tits yeah that's fucking weird that's that's entirely hypothetical i'm not suggesting this unlike your sex life apparently someone's getting a little (laughs) too close to the christmas bone apparently i'm just 
I'll have you know that I've got a patented move called the Christmas Bone. <laughs> Is that one of your early shows? It involves a chimney. Oh. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim chira. This isn't soot. Oh. Okay, so... Yeah. This is not the show to plug that we're doing live shows. <laughs> so you want to come and hear me talk about the, the possible existence of a long since extinct sexy cow with human tits. But we won't be talking about spanking. No. Apparently <laughs> off the table. So defensive. Did it go wrong? Is that what it is? You don't <laughs> like to just ah, like you bounced off, hit you back in the face, like ah. Like you lost an eye, like you miss. Oh, how awkward! Because you know, there's nothing worse than like when you go to high five and you miss each other. Yeah. Like if you go to spank someone on the ass, like oh, you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it, and you just like, <laughs> you're like, ah! knock the lamp off the table, punch the cat in the face, like ah, like how how awkward. That's got to kill the mood. Or if they're really oiled, what if you just skid off? Like, is there a traction issue? I don't know. These are all important questions. Anyone, if you're into that kind of like spanking, are there like logistics? We so badly need to get you laid. (laughs) We're going to Wyala. There's got to be one dude there. I'm just trying to have an adult conversation, you know, like release the stigma. This is how people end up spanking to cows with a haberdasher (laughs) in an alleyway, all right? Because people can't have just open, honest conversations. Right. About that time they tried to slap a woman and apparently it went horribly, horribly wrong and someone died. That's what I'm going to assume that you won't talk about it. It's okay. It's a sensitive. Happened on a cruise ship. It was international waters. (laughs) I'm going to take advice from my lawyer. (laughs) Dig the grave shallow. (laughs) There's a water you didn't have to. You just throw it over the side. Oh, there we go. Okay, all right. I've, I feel we've learned a lot about you this week. <laughs> Excellent. Good times, good times. Yep. Um, so, just remember, uh, don't spank people's bums without their consent. Um, and don't try to talk about spanking with John. Um, also, find yourself a mothman. Because for a mothman, eat the carpet. Except in Victorian England. <laughs> Yuck. And there's no knowing necrophilia. <laughs>